you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor vje mr dodi fayed on tonight's podcast abe answer busts through the damn door with his first pga tour victory we'll see how that shook up the blc leaderboard je's casting couch is back in a big way this week as is a red shoe gratitude diary and we're going to preview the Wyndham Championship, this, that, and the other special guest picker. It's all happening. Hi, John. Hello, Words. How the hell are you? Great. Hey, it is all happening. Yes. Action-packed show. We only got like four more of these, or three more of these. Four? I don't know. We talked about this earlier, but <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it's funny thinking about the previous seasons when we were at this stage, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, it's like, hey man, do you want to just knock out like a 10 minute show and just fucking put it out there and just, it sucked dick, quality of it, you know? <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Not today, this is the best show yet. Tell your friends, <laughs> tune in right now. I know, I guess we gotta get right into it then. So, well, do you have any good stories from your trip to Dallas? Did you almost shit your pants this week? <laughs> no. No? No, but uh, I did get a... F- few texts that i uh, you know one of them from our boy uh our boy chris uh shouted out he goes just listen to your shit story that's why i've kept a, to- a roll of toilet paper in my bag for over a decade <laughs> macgyver i love yeah. that yeah and then uh you know reed i guess was was working out and sent me a deal that he was in the gym like busting out laughing and people were like looking at him like he was weird so <laughs> thank you guys for thinking it's funny that i almost shit my pants i thought it was great too <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, Dallas, Dallas was Dallas, man. We did, uh, TPC four seasons there in, in Las, Las Colinas. I'm doing the drywall over there at the new McDonald's in Las Colinas, man. I'm just starting to think maybe my handicap doesn't travel. <laughs> Every time I go somewhere cool and nice and hard, I just shoot like, you know, it's not bad, but it's like 80, 81. I shot 81 with a triple and a double. So my, the boy, the boys I was playing with didn't quite get the whole, like, well, you know, my group, my game, we just pick up for six, you know, the whole handicap, trying to explain the USGA handicap for like only taking a six or a two over par uh, on a hole. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. You you made a, a seven. Why would you take a six? You know, I'm like, oh, fuck off. All right. <laughs> so I've played in a great game this weekend with uh, BB and Klaus. And of course, like right off the bat, triple max, just so we get that out oh, there. Oh, no. Yeah team totals it was uh i hate that game it was good eli too it was uh it was a nice one i fucking hate left right center baby i fucking hate that game because i swear to god and i know klaus i th- they might be listening right now but like i'll get on a bad little run and these motherfuckers are purposely hitting it like <laughs> oh bb's right huh watch this and it'll be like right of right and then they'll still make like a three or four you know yeah, it's all fucking conspiracy out there at that point. Well, it doesn't help. I was like nine over after four, just like, and walking. 
just like, oh my God, this is it. This is where I quit golf. No, I'm telling you, they they get suckers like you and me, and they're like, hey, listen, you the three of us will just beat down on this motherfucker, and then we'll just split the money at the end of the day. No. <laughs> no. So they you look, didn't lose that bet, huh? They look at anyone who's even slightly scratcher above as a mark, which is great. I love playing with them. Yeah, for sure. And I actually just sold a pair of Jordans to BB, so thanks for taking those off my hands, BB. Yeah. I know he's not listening. Well, oh yeah, so Dallas, you didn't finish your trip. Didn't didn't travel. The, no. the handicap does not travel. Yeah, still. I mean, just that course is kind of hard. It's kind of long. Never and played it. No. Not super long. I mean, we played a tee up. The guys I was playing with, uh, one of one of the guys we played with doesn't play much golf, so we played a tee up, and uh, it just, you know, you make a mistake. It's kind of hard to – the greens are pretty undulating, and so had a couple – I had a – one decent birdie, and then uh, had another look at a pretty what would have been a pretty good birdie from about eight feet, and I missed it. So everything else, I made a shit ton of pars. I, on the front nine, I made seven fours, a seven, and a five. <laughs> so not a bad, you know, throw in a five on the seven, and it wasn't that bad, you know. Yep. So fellowship, but strong. yeah. But uh, speaking of Dallas, <laughs> have you watched Hard Knocks yet? Did you watch the first episode of Hard Knocks last night? No. Jerry, Jerry Jerry Jones is on the fucking doorstep of death, dude. He is looking rough. Like, I seriously was so taken back by how old Jerry kind of looked and presented himself and talked that I was like, God damn, how old is he now? He's got to be old. He's only 78. I would have thought he was fucking 90 the way this really? motherfucker was acting out there. Yes. Those facelifts after, you know... A dozen years or so, they get a little saggy. And that's what's funny is I was at a, I actually have met Jerry Jones one time, and it was actually at kind of an intimate event. I won't get into you it. You were Switzer, though? It was, yes. Of it course. Was Coach Switzer's So they were like, they both had their hair yes, down there. Coach Switzer's birthday party. JJ so, had hey, a, not a pro gonna, on his right arm. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to like go into where it was, but yes, it was Coach Switzer's surprise birthday party. No, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so no shit, I meet Jerry, and I took a picture with him that I ended up putting on Facebook, and I mean, shit, this is no joke, 14 years ago, I think I was 21, and uh, <laughs> literally Dane <laughs> comments on the picture, damn, Jerry's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> so like, all I could think about was, damn, if he thought Jerry was struggling 14 years ago, like, Jesus Christ, like, he just, I think Jerry is gonna see how he looks on TV, and he's gonna pay, like, he actually was on the on the press stand being like, you know, I could I could be anywhere I want to be right now. Like, you know, basically I'm rich as fuck. I could do and be wherever I could be, do whatever I want, and I want to be Been right the here. Best prostitutes it, in the world. I want to be here at Oxnard, California with my team. And he, like, started getting emotional and crying because I think Jerry thinks he's probably going to die soon the way he's acting. <laughs> Uh, who died this week? Jerry's up next. No, not really. But uh, I just – The legendary one. I just think that uh, – Jerry, after he sees how old he's looking on TV, is, like, going to pay money to be like, hey, what can you do to restore my youth? Like, can I buy the fountain of youth somewhere, They're please? Like, sorry, the only thing we can offer you is your head in a jar next to Ted Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, that that was my real takeaway from the first episode of Hard Knocks is, God damn, Don't worry, Stephen still- Jones is going to be in charge soon. <laughs> God, I still want to party with Jerry. Don't worry, girls. My wife's asleep. She's on that Dr. Conrad Murray concoction. She wants. She's not gonna wake up. <laughs> that, what is her name? Is it Patsy? I don't know. Jerry and Patsy. <laughs> come on in, words. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's my buddy. Hey, come on in, words. <laughs> Say hi to Doc Antle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
that was like what a year or two two years no it was last year when we had the conspiracy that Jerry had the big uh, sex oh, couch, <laughs> the yeah. orgy sex couch. <laughs> yeah, they're just one girl away from having a Netflix special on that little whatever it is. Yeah, him and him and Mike McCarthy's sleepover was a lot more than just a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike McCarthy is getting fatter by the day, too. He didn't look very good. Can't wait for next Tuesday, next episode, see if uh, Jerry's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> oh. No. By the way, <laughs> where do you look different? By the way, what the fuck's? Oh yeah, shave the beard. Oh yeah, that's it, dude. I had a, I did shave. I was just fucking playing with it too much. Got too long, but I had a mustache for a a date night with Jen Words. Oh, oh my god, she loved it. <laughs> I, I'm sure she did. She was chasing me all over the place. <laughs> Words, I still play with my like I play with my mustache too much. Yeah, I had to just get rid of it. I was gonna leave the mustache, but then Wheezy had a a new school parent pizza party and so i didn't want to be that new dad with the wispy mustache so so you're saying like anytime i walk in somewhere with new people they're like who the fuck is that weirdo no <laughs> i bet he likes craft beer no i'm like oh that's the guy i do a podcast with and they're like oh okay oh and that, that explains it it's fun being at those parties though thanks to cuomo i've like kind of, kind of been subtly asking everyone i've met like are you italian are you italian <laughs> oh come here give me a kiss <laughs> We're not perverted. <laughs> yeah, that was great seeing that go around the internet. That I'm not, I'm not perverted. I'm just Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I also picked up on another uh, one. This this falls right into my uh, you know kind of segment I was preaching last week. That what have you what memes have you seen this week? And uh, I think it was either you or Spencer, it was somebody sent us a great one, and it was like, the CDC now says that if you're fully vaccinated, you can <laughs> smoke a little crack to treat yourself. <laughs> right? Wasn't that what it said? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Did you send that? Uh, I think it was one of those where like three of us sent it at the exact same time as soon yeah. as we saw it. CDC saying fully vaccinated people can smoke a little crack as a treat. <laughs> Oh, drug jokes. They just never get old. Which, by the way, funny, funny story today. It's like, you know, anytime you go into Petco, PetSmart, uh, in this case, I was going into a local uh, sandwich place. Um, but, you know, they have people out there, like, trying to raise money to, uh, you know, give to poor people in Africa or to raise money for a field trip for school, whatever. So today, I the, love how drugs got us to this. The, yes, the girl was representing Dare, the <laughs> Dare, the drug pro- program. So I figured, I was like, I, I was like, hi, how are you? And I just walked straight in. I felt like a dick, but I was like, okay, wait for her to start talking to someone else. And then it dawned on me, it's like, okay, or just tell her, you know what? I actually do, uh, I do drugs, and I fucking love them. And then she'd probably just be like. <gasps> And then I just keep walking. Off the door. <laughs> literally dare. And I was like, oh, young lady, you don't need to talk to me. My my money is already circulating in the drug system on this side of the spectrum. <laughs> Do you know how much weight I've pushed in my lifetime? <laughs> no. Um, but I just thought it'd be funny to use that. Anytime you see – to anyone out there, if anytime you see someone that's giving the lame pitch for dare and you don't want to have to deal with them or talk to them. Give a little extra. <laughs> just tell them that you're, you do drugs and drugs are awesome. And they'll leave you alone, whether or not you do them or you like them. So just, just uh, lie to them. <laughs> just lie to them, and then you're good. You're going to lie to them anyways. Like, oh, I don't have any money. Oh, oh my, <laughs> pat your back. Oh, gosh, where's my wallet? <laughs> I, I've done that before. It's like, oh, yeah, actually, sorry, I only have hundreds. <laughs> not really. I've never done that because I never have. Oh, God. I, I'd say we're firmly on the casting couch 
Yes, um, I would too. So uh, our first big subject, though, big topic this week. Je's really fired up. Oh yes, Robin of Batman and Robin <laughs> fame. Half of the dynamic duo has come out as bisexual. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, you know, I, I just scour, I just scour the internet trying to find good shit for you, and I sent that to you, and I just knew that, that we were both be on <laughs> the same page of this. Right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, who's I prefer to sex change, really. But. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, it's like, come on, I've always could tell that Robin had some serious queer tendencies. <laughs> Not really, but I mean, why now, you know? You know Chris O'Donnell's like, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Fuck that shit, man! I'm the badass! Yeah, no, it's like, okay, you don't say he was a fucking acrobat in like a circus <laughs> ring. Oh, no, he's, he's gay? Dang. I didn't realize. Oh, Robin was a figure skater in the winter, too, huh? Well, a lot of guys wear earrings in the right ear. <laughs> Fuck! It's like, hey, listen, I got a hot day tonight, and Batman's like, guy or girl? (laughs) (laughs) Not telling. He and Bruce Wayne like swing only when it's hot chicks. It's like, okay, I guess I'll go with chicks tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I just went to a dark place. (laughs) Do it! No. No. Robin's like secretly trying to fuck the penguin <laughs> or the Joker. I'm just like I have more questions than answers here. Like how how is that depicted in a comic strip? It's like, oh, Batman and I were fighting off multiple thugs, and so we took our classic back-to-back stance. And I felt to see where Batman was, and as I got a handful of his juicy, <laughs> muscular, perfect ass, <laughs> and uh. Anyways, my dick moved, and so I'm gay. <laughs> it's like when they punch something, and it's like bang, you know, it goes those like big exclamation things. It's like when he touched, when he t- touched Batman's ass, it's like they do a thing for like his boner. It's just like <laughs> they're the real life Ace and Gary, except I think Batman's straight as an arrow. Yeah, but you know, Robin tries that shit. He's like, knock it off. He's the rich billionaire. Like literally, I think that uh, the reason what might have turned Robin gay, or I'm sorry, bi, um, is the fact that Batman was just getting so much hot ass. You know, it's like hey, women throwing themselves at Bruce Wayne because he's a fucking billionaire and like you know, good looking. You can't tell when he's got the Cape Crusader costume on, but if Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, he was all right. Christian Bale, George Clooney, (laughs) fuck, billionaire. (laughs) Robin's probably like, God damn it. Bruce, is there anything besides some big tits that can get you away from these girls? <laughs> and so Robin just finally like, hey. <laughs> so, what? I'm sorry. I'm still stuck on Christian Bale, George Clooney? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, not Michael Keaton, though. He's ugly. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I, 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 I do think it's funny. After all these years, Robin finally comes out as, as bi. Good for you. So, his anyway. voice deserves to be heard. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Batman, what should we do?" <laughs> Nothing tonight, Robin. I think I'm gonna go solo tonight. As Batman progressed, he had so many like gadgets. It's like <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> just try to tase Robin to make him straight again. <laughs> this is where your head went with this? No, no, no. All right. Anyways. No, anyways. I like that. Tase him straight. It's like pray the gay away. Tase the <laughs> tase the bi away. <laughs> oh, fuck 
Mm. All right. Now we can move on. Yeah. To a Red Shoe Gratitude Diaries. Uh, so words. We haven't done one of these in a while. Yeah. Not, not much to be thankful for, honestly. No, no there is. <gasps> there is. And honestly, here it is. Yesterday was a very special day, and I feel like a total fucking dick. I want to go no, ahead you can't and finish a, a this. day later. No, no you can't. I'm going to wish it. my best friend, Patrick Fields, a very, very happy birthday. And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you happy birthday yesterday. So happy birthday, Fields. He didn't care. <laughs> he does. I love you. So that was it. No, that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done one in a while, but we have to do one for the best player in the league, former champion, and now in like 50th place, but whatever. Yeah. Blue team lost. Hey, thank you. Oh, yeah, that's right. You beat him. So now are you mad that you haven't become my best friend? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, yeah, that was lame. But anyways, go ahead. No. It was great. Uh... Going back to the morbid segment of who died this week, I'm sad to announce that Bobby Bowden did finally die after I announced he was dying a few weeks ago. So rest in peace, legendary Florida State coach Bobby Bowden. He, All right. he had a good run. Up in that fairway in heaven right now. He probably is playing some golf up there. You know, he he truly built Florida State into a juggernaut, and as soon as his old ass left, they fucking sucked it. Yeah, they sucked before him and after, so that's well, nice. Well, I guess Jameis Jameis got them a national title. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher skipped town because he obviously paid for all of his recruits. Fuck Jimbo Fisher, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, number two all-time college wins behind, uh, you know, just a— Coach Switzer. Child no. sex enabler of Joe Paterno. Yep. Yeah, they— I, the Paterno family, by the way, are a bunch of fucking scumbags, like, trying to get his, like, bring the statue out. Like, he was a pretty shit. Like, yes, I felt bad for the old bastard when he got ran out of town, but, like. His biggest secret got found out? Well, oh. it's just, like, he, he, like, died, like, right after. It's, like, clearly football was the only thing keeping that old son of a bitch alive. Oh, yeah, immediately <laughs> afterwards. That was, like, the silver lining. I think what it was is I watched that movie of uh, where Joe uh, Paterno, Joe Paterno, uh, Al Pacino plays Joe Paterno, and yeah. like he's painted as a very sympathetic figure, you know. Give me a gun! <laughs> yeah, but she's uh, got a radar. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, no, I I think that the Paternos should just fucking all go the fuck away, and they have kind of in the recent years. So thank God. All right, Johnny, let's talk WGC Memphis, where Abe answer finally right. We've been waiting for it all a long year. Long time coming. It's going to be his, he gets his first win on tour. We always kind of thought it was going to be a bigger one. Like we we said he like I wouldn't be surprised if his first one was a major. Turns out it was pretty close. WGC took a playoff to get it done. Yeah, uh, 1.8 million dollars for old Honest Abe. That'll that'll help his uh, Fletcher Azul brand. I wonder how much fucking exposure. You know, just being on TV, ever people are like, what the fuck is Fletcher Azul? Now he's going to be able to sell his Fletcher fucking. Azul. Didn't I say like a week or two ago that he's going to sell that fucking tequila for more money than he's going to ever make on the golf course? I don't know, but that's what my prediction is, only yeah. because it's going to be valuable, I think. Well, Mark Wahlberg's in the picture somewhere, and so everything he touches turns to really? diamonds. Yeah. Huh. Yo, did you not see, like, Abe kind of retweeted a bunch of, okay. maybe not retweeted whatever on Instagram stories of Mocky Mock, he's giving, him a sh giving him a bunch of shout outs. Yo, from Boston. He's like, congrats to my boy Abe Ansa, you know what I'm saying? He's probably in the gym. Uh, so Abe, literally, I don't know how it happened. What was, wasn't Harris English like 19 under at one point? So Harris English and Bryson DeChambeau were paired together on Sunday. 
and um, it started pretty bad for Bryson, and then they got put on the clock. They got like a hole and a half behind, and then Harris absolutely fell like a shit from heaven. Yeah, I saw that. What was that like twelve hit, like, or so? Shanked it on eleven, hit it in the water again on thirteen. It was awful. I feel really bad for Harris. I mean, we kind of called it on the show last week. Yeah, good pick. We don't have the balls to pick him, basically, is what it was. And he led the whole thing wire to wire. And, I mean, like, you got to think a win here. It would have been his second or third this year, but it's, like, puts him solidly on the Ryder Cup team. And now he's put himself in a position it's like, shit, I could win the Wyndham. Oh, no, he's not even playing this week. But I could win again. And I, how can you even how can you pick him for the Ryder Cup team? So he, I think he's going to get on the team. I think he actually is, like, an eighth on the standings for the Ryder Cup. But what's crazy about Harris English is he did this earlier in the year. He let one slip away. So, like, theoretically, yes. he has won twice on tour, which is awesome. But had he closed the closed the deal when he probably should have two different times, we're looking at the player of the year this year with potentially four fucking wins on tour. And he finishes the fucking tournament shooting 40 on the back nine, five over when he has a three-shot lead. How how is he going to recover from it? So we'll find out here in a couple of weeks. But when the play he plays in the playoffs, but that's going to be hard to stomach. And yes, he still finished fourth. It's a great you know five hundred fifty thousand, but not closing the door in like kind of crash and burn fashion is something that's hard to get over. Um, just ask Bryson about that. He's now shot in the forties on yeah, while, he, while in contention on two big tournaments within the last three months. He matched Harris's forty on the back. Forty one. Oh, he went. 3341. Okay. Yes. They they combined for an 81 on the back nine in the final group. Yeah, and I mean, I feel bad for Harris because he's playing with Bryson who is obviously like slow and he stews and you can like it's just like kind of palpable and he's slow as fuck of course. And not to mention every single person on every single hole is shouting Brooks at him. He's like like basically getting harassed every fucking hole. Harris even said like after the round they were trying to like, you know, the the reporters were teeing it up, trying to get him to throw Bryson under the bus for being slow as fuck. He was like, honestly, I feel really bad for Bryson. Well, and and that's kind of the thing, too, is is Bryson, again, is yes, an idiot and brings it on himself. Yeah, and I feel like his peers maybe feel bad for him at times, but, like, you know, coming out before, and I heard some crazy things about his whole— the quote that was used about him not being vaccinated was him talking to just a small group of, like, three— uh, press writers and then they take the story and it just like explodes yeah. and so one of them goes and talks to Bryson and it's like hey man like are we cool like the way that came out he's like no we're not fucking cool like I look like shit now and it's your y'all's fault because you fucking took what I said and twisted it and made it this huge thing so Bryson then does not talk to the fucking media like the rest of the week like he I think maybe did a couple of post-round interviews with like the actual PGA tour and like the, radio, the official people, but like would not talk to the writers. And then he was not available for media following his 41, uh, 41 on the back nine. So it's like he didn't talk to the media at the three M after he fired his caddy. He doesn't talk to the media after this bullshit. Bryson is really, I, he needs he was, to fire his fucking publicist because he cannot make himself look like more of a fucking douche week in and week out. It's if he tried, he is fucking, it's a joke. It's a joke. He, <laughs> He was also getting called out early in the week by players for not yelling four yeah. on his just like horrible <laughs> drives. <laughs> Which, by the way, I, I laugh from time to time. Anytime Louis comes to mind, because I, every time he does it, oh. I think of your. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> no, it does it twice. It's all right. 
<laughs> I literally laughed to myself like three days ago just thinking of that. Um, but yeah, so I. You're right I, about the publicist though. Like, did you see his TikTok or whatever the fuck? Yes. It was? I can, yeah. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. And his buddy's like scootering on like one of those little like. He, and it's kids just Bryce and he's wearing He's wearing sunglasses and he just like slowly gets into the camera. You know, we throw a lot of stinkers up. Throw a lot of things up in the air. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't every week, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, who the fuck was holding that camera and be like, oh, this is dynamite. <laughs> dynamite, I tell you. You're going to be a big stock. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just think that I even heard, it, I think it was Chantel McCabe uh, bring up that Bryson needs to fake an injury so he can just like step away and like collect himself. Like, what is going to the FedEx Cup playoffs going to do for Bryson? Like, sure, maybe he can win the motherfucking thing. But, like, he has dug himself such a fucking hole as far as, like, fans, people hating him. Like, go chill out and, like, take a weight. He works so hard and practices so, so much. It's like, don't – he needs to just maybe take a fucking break from the game. I don't know. I don't know. God, and Brooks is just, like, all his desire. <laughs> What a fucking asshole. He is, he is like the mean girls. He's Regina King. Like, this is all his master plan to fucking put Bryson in this no-win situation where fans are literally calling him out every single hole, and he can either say, hey, will you get that guy out of here because he's fucking annoying and it's really bad bullshit, and then he gets lambasted even mm-hmm. more where he can just, like, take it all in mm-hmm. and then have a humongous blow-up on Sunday like he did with Harris English. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it was very reminiscent of the 44 on the back nine at Torrey Pines in the final round of the U.S. Open. I mean, nothing could go right. But words, I mean, I was stunned. You know, we were talking shit, uh, and basically, we had ruled out most of the guys traveling over from Tokyo. Abe travels from Tokyo, wins the son of a bitch. Hideki gets into the fucking playoff. Again. I mean, Hideki had a putt in the first playoff hole that oh, just stopped touched. breaking, you know? Touched the, touched the hole. Yeah, and so, I mean, for for guys that we had written off, I mean, Paul Casey finishes T for T5. Cam Smith really had a chance to win. Tony's pick from last week, he doubles 18 to basically miss the playoff by a shot. Or he doubles 18 or else he's in the playoff with a par. Um, so it, it was kind of surprising to see that, you know, of, of the guys coming over from the Olympics, like we got three guys, two guys in the playoff, and one guy wins it, but three guys in the top five came from the Olympics. So pretty pretty impressive that those guys were able to grind it out with little to no sleep and jet lag. So Very impressive. Sam Burns, though. I mean, shit, he was in the playoff. Pretty impressive. Uh, are, you taking, are you taking Sam Burns or Harris English this, for a Ryder Cup? I would probably take Sam Burns. I mean, you and me would. Young guy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, and you me, I don't think that's happening. I think Phil would probably fucking be taking over both of them. God help me, which is why we're you, Euro. Yeah, those are Euro. That's why. That's why we're riding with Paddy. <laughs> Paddy don't miss a. <laughs> I think Paddy's doing it differently. You know, he's taking like their scores are like from two years out. It, like Victor Perez was on their list until not too long ago, and he has played like dog shit lately. Well, I, I also think that there's more. Stricker has like three more captain's picks with the way they structured it. So, um, but yeah, words that we'll talk a lot more about that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But Hey, answer one. And we had some guys that picked him, eh? Oh my God. It was uh, remarkable words. Um, unfortunately you and I's picks did not pan out very well. Scotty! You're, you're Scotty Scheffler, 74 in the final Scotty! round. I know what that's like, brother. I know what that's like. 
Um, but yeah, words. Other than that, uh, our picks were not much to talk about. So the guys that did well, though, were it's Jesus Christ, Patrick Reed's choker, Tyler Thomas, probably one of the best names in the game. Uh, he picked Abe Answer. He was one of three guys. He picked Abe Answer, Sam Burns, and Louis Oosthuizen. Not bad what at the all. Fuck? That is uh, nuts. Two point eight million dollars. He climbed the ranks by about twenty seven spots this week. After that, uh, getting two guys in that playoff, including the winner. Also, Vegas Dave Harper Ward. Uh, he had Abe Answer, Paul Casey, and Billy Horschel for two point three. And then FFF Sheehy Frank Big Frank. I played golf with this guy one time. Uh, he had just over $2 million. There was only two other people over a million dollars. Market 8 dude, Trevor Randall, and Daniel Reinecke in number 5. Round, rounding out the top 10, good shot bud, Zach Holland with 900000 Trips Dad, 900000 The Beta Soy Boys, Walker Milligan, just under. My boy Connor Crowder was in ninth with eight hundred or 787000 And rounding out the top 10, though, only English with an ace, my sister, right there in the 10 spot. So... Words, I did not have great picks. DJ kind of backdoored a little top uh, 10 for me. Uh, $448,000. I edged you out. You had two or 300000 uh, Brooks Kepka, Morikawa, and Scheffler's collapse is what cost you. Just a solid Sunday for all the boys out there. But words, there was a major shakeup in the BLC standings with just three tournaments left. We have a new number one player in the league up four spots after picking Abraham answer this past week. Vegas Dave Harper Ward is now in the number one spot. He's got a $300,000 lead over Keegan's bestie, Matt Stonecipher. Just 600000 back is the GOAT, Nathan Wilson. Hold, uh, holding tight at number four, my sister, only English with an A. She's just a little over a million dollars back. Quietly, just lurking. Jay Black, 2021. Jordan Blackburn falls a couple spots to number five. Holding tight at six, Edward Haruz. Number seven, up one spot, Travis Risser, Eric Godsey's arch nemesis. And uh, one behind him falling a spot, putterface Trey McClendon, who's come on strong in segment three. Up two spots and back in the top ten, last year's champion is making a run. Two gloves attorney, Doug Nix at number nine. And rounding out the top 10, up five spots from number 15, good shot bud, Zach Holland. Wow. Woo. Words. I am sitting Opolis there. Opolis crew. Opolis crew is two of the top 10, four and four and 10 respectfully. Those motherfuckers, those motherfuckers are going to run away with all this money and then just be like, oh yeah, we're not going to be in the league next year. And we dropped your fucking uh, HIN69 promo code. So. Oh, what uh, about the Golden Nose t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, what about that, beesh? Um... I dropped one spot words. I'm in number 39, just hanging tight. And then you dropped four spots. You're at number 71. Christ. Uh, but words, I mean, there's still, there's several people that are in top 10 different di- uh, distance. And, uh, I mean, shit, with three tournaments left, it's anybody's ball game that's inside that top 15 or so, I think. So. Hey, you and I got a long way to go, buddy. Yeah, hey, yeah, we do. Boy. We do. Trust me. I mean, I know all about it, Words. Remember, I've only brought it up like eight times. Caught you the last week of the season, and I thought to myself, if Words catches me and beats me, I'll kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, let's look forward to my next opportunity to make that dream come true, Johnny. We're heading to Greensboro, North Carolina, to Sedgefield Country Club, the Wyndham Championship. It's another Donald Ross design, par 70 at just over 7,100 yards. It gets compared to the Heritage a lot. There are eight holes between 400 and 450 yards. 
So it's going to be about who can hit the wedges and who can make the putts. And this is also the last event before the FedEx Cup petition. Where who's who's on the outside looking in right now? We got a lot of bubble boys words. So as you said, the top 125 get into the next round of the playoffs. Then I think they cut it to 75. Then they cut it to 30 for the Tour Championship. So uh, words. A lot of a lot of focus on these guys. You got Adam Scott. He's sitting in the 121 spot, and as I mentioned to you off air, he is falling fast. Um, then you got Matt Kuchar. He's basically right on the bubble, 124. He's got to play well to keep that spot and get in. Ricky Fowler's got to do something to get in. He's at 130. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood's at 136. He's going to definitely need to do something as well. Justin Rose. Dump his girlfriend. <laughs> dump dump his 50-year-old <laughs> wife. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Have, He's just been playing so poorly this year. Maybe he needs to get his 15-year-old yeah. stepson on the bag for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going... No. Okay. Uh, Justin Rose, former number one player in the world. He's all the way down to 48th in the world now. He's 138th in the FedEx Cup, so he really needs to do something special this week. And if there's one thing we know about Jay Rose, it's that he loves money. Exactly. And that's another thing that pl- factors into this thing, dude. They have the Comcast Business tour top 10 so last year i don't even know if you knew this they had the bullshit windham rewards so comcast comes in and cucks windham at their own tournament like it (laughs) ends at the windham but now it's not called the windham rewards so they're actually paying out two million dollars to the guy who wins that but even the 10th place guy gets five hundred thousand dollars which is why some of the guys are playing in this like i literally think jason kokrak is only playing in this so he maybe has a chance to win i believe Kokrak's just outside of the top 10, but he's like, fuck, if I can just play well, I'm going to get some money. But uh, in that stand, like Colin Morikawa's in first in that, and he's not even playing this week. Uh, the top four, play- five players aren't even fucking playing this week. So um, <laughs> the only ones that I think that are in the field are Louis Uistizen. And sorry, so, sorry, Comcast. Yeah, so you're giving away money to the guys who are already rich and are going to get paid <laughs> off of that fucking uh, PEP program anyways. So Or PEP, uh Player. And they don't have cable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, none of these motherfuckers have cable. Actually, they probably have direct TV. Fuck Comcast. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's more incentive for these guys to play well. So, well, with that, JE, let's bring in our guest picker, Mr. Tyler Thomas. All right, bringing on questionably the best name of any team in this thing. We got Patrick Reed's choker, Tyler Thomas. Tyler, how are we, bud? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you guys? Great. Doing well. Nice picking last week. Yeah. No, I don't know what was more impressive. Uh, You were one of three guys with Abe, but you also had Sam Burns, who just missed out in the playoff, obviously. So one and two finish is always going to make you some money. You jumped 27 spots, and you're now ahead of me. So you obviously know what you're doing. Yeah, well, that. um, I mean, I just kind of went for the Hail Mary with the Sam Burns pick. Um, You know, that's kind of what I'm going to have to do at this point to – make any moves just have that guy that nobody gets so yeah just just threw some out there i can't believe you know more people didn't pick abe but good yeah for me. agreed hey i might as well call you doug flutie you hail mary and son of a bitch <laughs> yeah. that's uh, what we're gonna do moving forward i love it hey i love it it's beating what i'm doing i, I know I, that i love that that's what uh, we got to look forward to on these uh feature groups here so uh you know the drill we're gonna go through the feature groups here for the wyndham championships and uh if you're on, if you're on the guy, tell us why you're on him. So, uh, the first All feature right. group, we've got one of Words and Eyes boys, obviously Jason Smokecrack, and he's playing with Josh Teeter because Patrick Reed withdrew and got this spot. And the third guy is Words' boy, Fa 
Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. Hold on. Time out. Sorry to interrupt here. I didn't know Reed. When did Reed WD? Did you pick him? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just, I would have just fucking belittled you. No, but I was going to oh, just make the awesome. point where if he would have gone through the entire playoffs, I would have been eight weeks in a row with trips to the Open. You want to know why? In Japan. So he was his wife, his wife made him. No. I was like, he, he's, he's playing now because he hates his wife. I am almost certain, and I heard this from somebody else uh, on, on PGA Radio, but Steve Stricker must have called him. He must have called him and been like, hey, you're on the team. Like, stop fucking playing. Like, stop wearing yourself out <laughs> because once these guys get done. With they get the, one with, week off. Yeah. So take a fucking week off. You're on the goddamn team. Because he wanted to make it on points and not be a captain. He's like, Strick, it's got nothing to do with you, pal. I don't understand. <laughs> She's on my dick, man. Shit. <laughs> um, so anyways, I love Kokrak here. I didn't pick him, though. Um, and yes! Louis was awfully tempting, too. Yes! So that means words go Words ahead. on Kokrak. Okay. No, um, I mean, this we, is, Yep, we established he's that. Been, he's been playing great at these courses all year. Bomb and gouge. He just needs to hit some wedges. Make a few putts, and he can win another tournament. His third. He can. He can for sure. He's my alternate for what that's worth, words. Tyler, did you refrain, or are you on Co-Crack too? I'm not on Co-Crack. I am on uh, King Louie. You know, I, I said I was going to do Hail Marys, but I've decided I think I'm just going to ride Louie out the rest of the season. I've got – I still have a few picks with him, and he's just playing so well. I'm, I'm, I'm on Louie. Well, good. That is very sound reasoning there, and I, <laughs> mine is not so much with Louis. I was, I, I had him penciled in, and I was finally like, you know what? If he, if he misses the cut this week, then I will, I won't like Louis, and I'll hate myself, and so I'm just gonna like Louis. Louis. Louis's done for the year for me, I think. Yeah. Okay. No, well, I, I'm I, optimistic that you two didn't pick him, so that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Son of a track. bitch. God. Damn it! Um, yeah, no, I, I, re- I refrain from all these guys. I do love Co-Crack, the putter, like you said, words. Anybody that can really kind of get down um, and just putt well and hit greens here is going to do well. And he's won it, you know, hell, shadow. But um, the next feature group, words, we got a guy that's on the bubble, number 121 on the uh, FedEx Cup standings, Adam Scott, and he's playing with Brant Snedeker and a local boy. Harold Varner the third. Wah, wah. <laughs> Not on any of these guys. Anything good to say about any of these guys, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this a feature group? It's a great. Uh, you know, I. Uh, yeah, that's that's a great question. Uh, no, I, I. Yeah, I stayed off these guys. I'm You're sure on Varner, aren't you? Wolf, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think Brant, he's a great guy, but no, laid off this week. Brant shot a 59 here once. Um, I don't even know if he won that year when he did it. I think he blew it on Sunday. Um, and HV3 yes, is, is right. tempting because he, he did get second place at the Heritage, and that's kind of the comp course. Yep. Um, but I, I, couldn't throw, I couldn't throw my Hail Mary, so to speak, to HV3. Sure, sure, sure. Well, that you got to group... think Adam Scott's going to play well here, though. I mean, he, he doesn't want to miss the playoffs, you know, so, but hey, before, of but before you came on here, we were just raining shit on Adam Scott, how he's just basically been in a free for all, free fall. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. He's got to at least probably make the cut. And I think he's obviously in after that, hopefully. I mean, 121. So we'll see. Um, but the next feature group words, we got three former champions. Last year's champion and defending champion, Jim Herman, who no shit was 600 to one going off last year. That's awesome. Uh, and won the tournament. And he's won three times on tour. He doesn't get enough credit, but the guy's won three times on tour. And he needs to fucking play well to, I think, continue. Hell, keep his goddamn card. 
Um, but then Webb Simpson, obviously a guy who's made for the course. I think everybody's going to be on him and, uh, I'm on him. Uh, and I think hopefully you guys are on him too, but we'll see. Nope. Uh, but then a guy that's one of my boys who I picked last year, he won two years ago, finished bogey free for the entire tournament. JT Poston. I'm not on Poston, but I'm on web. I'm, I'm on web. I can't give away that free money. By the way, I... oh, sorry, Tyler, 16, no, his last 16 rounds, his scoring average is 65.3 at this course. At this course. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah he's going yeah, but... T3, second T2 and third his last four rounds here or last four go rounds. And his first win on tour was here in 2011. He named his daughter like Winnie after Wyndham. How about that? Oh, is that what you took him? How wholesome you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So did you, did you lay off him too? I did. I laid off. Yeah. I, uh, I just thought, you know, too many people are going to pick him up. Who knows? But, yeah, too uh, many bitches like you, Jay. Free money, baby. Free money. <laughs> I'm off of them also. Okay. I knew. I just knew you couldn't. Okay, so Tyler, you're on Jim Herman too, huh? Um, you know, I thought about it, but I, yeah, I passed up on Jim too. He's FedEx ranked 171 right now. So, Ooh. Uh, he, I just, you know, that's just looking at, I was like, holy shit, Jim Herman won last year. Let's, let's see what he's about. So, no, I'm, you- I'm off of everybody in that group. Poston, okay. you know, he, he's intriguing, but no. Hey, I thought about JT Poston long and hard only because, you know, he was in contention, um, what, at the Barbasol a few weeks ago, like a month or two ago, and then just choked it away. And I was like, oh, I don't know if Poston's <laughs> ready to get win number two. <laughs> yeah, right. He wasn't ready. So I'm the only one on Webb Simpson. I get that that's so fucking chalky and lame, but I'm going to take the free money because I think he's guaranteeing a top five for I'm, Webb Simpson. I'm passing him this week, Tyler. It's happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This it's going to happen. Well, words. I'm. That, what's troubling about this words is that you've only announced one pick, and I've only announced one pick here. So no, it is troubling. Um, the final feature group, and this is one of words' boys, is Strixon brethren Hideki Matsuyama. And he's playing with another bubble boy, a guy that's got to play well to get in, Ricky Fowler. And another guy that's on the bubble, former number one player in the world, Justin Rose. What a group here. I laid off all of them. I really wanted to go with Hideki, um, especially, you know, going to the playoff for the bronze in the Olympics and then following that up last week. I just, I've been missing with Hideki all year, so I'm just going to let him sit right there because I thought there was maybe been a chance that you were taking him. Um, Ricky's only played here once in 2016 and he did make the cut and got 22nd, but you know, he's only playing in here cause he needs to. And, uh, Justin Rose, same know. story, right? No, he actually, he got like a top five here 12 years ago. And then I think he maybe missed the cut last year. So no, go off figure of, off a of rose missing cuts. Yeah. Huh? And he ain't the same player from 12 years ago. Tyler, what about you? You like this group? You know, I did, and I I really wanted Matsuyama, but I just, you know, I just I couldn't let myself do it. Just, again, uh, if I'm picking the same people, it's going to be tough. To stoic make, son of a move. bitch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I honestly thought you were going to drop the, your boy Ricky. You know, I actually even considered Ricky at one point. I think Ricky's going to – I don't know if Ricky will – I think he's got a probably top 10 to, to get in, and I like Ricky to probably be in that picture come Sunday, so we'll see. Um, so that leaves pretty much a wide open race. Uh, words is on Jason Kokrak. I am on Webb Simpson and Tyler is on King Louie. So that's the only ones I think we've announced. Right. So, uh, I got a bad feeling about this words. Why don't I go ahead and I'll just give you my second pick. 
a guy that's also playing with his back against the wall, but for different reasons. He's got to win, or he can't even play in the FedEx Cup. I'm going with the kid, Will Zalatoris. Finished top 10 last week, coming off the rib injury at the uh, or back injury at the Open Championship. I like Will Zalatoris to play with his back against the wall and his hair on fire and win to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. Win to get in. Yeah, he needs it. Damn it. He does deserve it. I'll give him that, son of a bitch. But um, Tyler, no, that's I a bad don't. omen, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, he's on him. <laughs> so you know what that means. Your picks I mean, are fucked. I'm on he, him. Yeah, he had he had not he'd been non-existent all summer until last weekend, really. And um, he looked and good. He looked good. He did. He did look good. You, why do you like him? You think he's just got it? You think he's going to play fucking to win? What's that? I'm sorry. To? Oh, I, I mean, why is there anything that I mentioned that you like Will for different reasons? I think he's trending in the right direction you know after the injury i think he's uh dude he's so good and if he, if you know to end this perfect um you know cinderella season he's had i mean what a way to keep it going get into the fedex cup and keep it going so I, I, i'm i'm on him i completely agree it, it would be a cinderella story no doubt and so i i was reading something and it was like will zelatoris's odyssey to to make the fed the, the playoffs would end without a win here so it's like it is a courageous story for a guy that gets special temporary uh, status to, to kind of get to this point even, but it sucks that he hasn't knocked off the win and he's got one chance to do it. So why not this time words? Cause he hadn't done it yet, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not too far from uh, where he played college golf, right? I mean, just down the road at uh, wake Forest. So I got to think he's played here a lot words that doesn't bode well for you. <laughs> okay i'll throw in my second pick it's a little bit of a flyer but not really he his last outing was at the open where he missed the cut by one before that he was on a pretty good streak he's got four top tens this year including one at the heritage i'm going with a georgia bulldog by the name of russell henley Flip henley you love getting henley with it don't getting you little henley with it go please hit some good nice. 100 to 150 yard shots this week and we'll be all there okay okay uh so that that we're all we've got two guys out each so tyler why don't you give us your third pick and if you pick one of my guys i'll fucking kill you <laughs> so i'm going uh this this is kind of my hail mary pick this week i'm going with kisner uh just, just uh you know he he plays well there you know historically he's closer to home on the east coast um and i like him so i'm i'm, I'm rolling with kids this week it's no hobby Top for him yeah, it's no hobby, man. T3 last year, so we're going to see what he can do. He could legitimately have 10 strokes gained putting on the greens this week. It may take something like that, but he's one of those guys that can do it. All right, Last Johnny. week he played well and then, and then shot a 79 on Sunday, so that didn't help, but so maybe he can <laughs> There were a lot of guys who <laughs> blew some dreams last Sunday. Yeah, for sure. All right, words. So you want me to give my third? Yeah. Come on, you know who I'm picking. <laughs> Going with the North Carolina boy. He's only a four-time state champion in the state of North Carolina. Grew up just a little hour away from this place. My fourth and final pick for Doc Redman this season. This is it. Tied for third, <laughs> tied for third last year here. Why not go with Doc Redman? I'm going with Doc. I mean, come on. I love it. All right. That's not a bad pick, Johnny. But you're going to have to do a lot better than this because my guy – Set the all-time PGA Tour record for highest score on a par three last week. I'm going with a man named Steve. <laughs> Woo! Kim. Rick, Rick Flair's favorite golfer. That's right. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, wow. I didn't see that coming. I was thinking Sung Jay, if anything. Jesus. Can't yeah. get off Siwoo, can you? See, I can't. I cannot quit Siwoo right now. And uh, he, he 
plays well here historically. He's got a couple top tens. He won here in I think 2016. He must have been like 20 years old then. But uh, yeah, I'm going taking a flyer on Siwoo. See what the hell happens. So funny, funny story for both of you guys. Not really funny story, but uh, of the last five years, the winning score has been either 258 or 259. Three times it's been 259. Uh, Three times it's been 259, two, twice it's been 258. So like 20 under? These motherfuckers go low here. And, uh, yeah, that's 22 or 21 under each time. So um, you can't really blink here or you're going to get left behind. So Ugh. saddle up, boys. Shiver my yeah. timbers. So, anyways, Tyler, I love that visor. Why don't love you get, you want to give a shout-out to your OK Golfer brand? It's a hell of a look, good-looking visor there. Yeah, we're, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, this we just came out with this one a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, OK Golfers, a local uh, Oklahoma City brand started by me and Drew Haynes and Chuck Rolls and Kyle McGuire, and it's just for shitty golfers like us, you know, just kind of OK golfers. So, yeah, we are uh, definitely need to uh, hook up and sponsor the podcast. And stuff. Oh, and, oh. Yeah, don't forget the shirt that I got oh, on here. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, guys, everybody, Tyler <laughs> is wearing the Golden Nose T-shirt that's available at opolisclothing.com. And if – did you – hey, did you put in the promo code HIN69 when you bought that? I did. Yes, yeah. see? Some people are fucking morons and didn't get their fucking 25% off. Not Tyler. So Tyler knows what he's doing. Go check out OK, OK Golfer brand. Uh, Drew and the rest of the guys, they need to be in the league next year or they're fucking losers and dead to me. So I know. They got to get in here. Yeah, and it's, it's um, okgolfer.com. So, yeah, go check it out. Hey, Perfect. Hey, Tyler, have your kids ever been like, Daddy, why is his nose golden on your T-shirt? I uh, Yeah, I have to wear this shirt um, selectively, you know, depending <laughs> on who I'm around and uh, just to avoid the questions because, you know, yeah, that's the first question you get. But uh. I swear to God, I've worn that shirt into like the most random, like crowded restaurants, and people are just like, oh, the fuck? Who is that? <gasps> is that Dustin Johnson with a golden nose? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dustin Johnson with the, also the Sphinx. <laughs> no, just joking. Yeah, exactly. Well, Tyler, great picking. That means you are on. Who was your last pick? Kisner. You're on Kevin Kisner. You're on my guy, the kid, Will Zalatoris. And your third pick is King Louie. I am on Webb Simpson, the kid, Will Zalatoris, and my guy, Doc Redman. Words is on his boy, Siwoo Kim. He's also on – who else were you on, Words? You're on Jason Kokrak. Henley. And Flip Henley, getting Henley with it. So, uh, <laughs> Good. Flip Henley was an Irish wrestler in WCW back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember that, but um, – <laughs> Anyways, great pick and Tyler. Appreciate you coming on the show. Everybody go check out Thanks, okgolfer.com. Looks like some tight visors. So and hats. I've Thanks, seen the guys. hats and shirts. Yeah, you got everything. Yeah. yeah, we'll have more stuff coming out. Just uh bear with us. So yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Well, congrats last week. And I gotta say this to everybody. Hopefully you come on again next week. We'll see. You know yeah, you gotta you gotta win, it. right? Let's go. Yeah, that's right. Will Zalatoris for the win. Let's Sounds go. Good. Thanks for having me. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. We'll see ya. All right, see you guys. Ooh, Johnny, hot and heavy this week. Siwoo, ooh, baby. If he can finish with his whole bag, all 14 clubs, that'll be a win. Hey, did you see the picture? It was him and Na on yeah, the private jet that's, together. That's when, I, that's when I knew Johnny. And he was that's like, if only John Daly was here. <laughs> and I still can't get over how good of a butt cut Siwoo Kim has. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yes. So, um, got to say, I, I that pick is, you know, Good for you. You probably that's probably going to be a one that not too many people are on. Um, I know I'm going to be on the most picked guy, Webb Simpson. Obviously, 
kind of part of that was me being like, oh, I'm not going to pick Daniel Berger and then him still finishing in the top five last week. Um, so, you know, take the free money when you can get it. That's my opinion there. We'll see if it's worth it. So. I figured you were on web, so that's why I went Coke. Um, so, well, I know you love Coke. Um, but, yeah, let's see if my man Doc Redman, he's missed like two of his last three cuts, but uh, we'll see if he can get it back going in his home state. Well, you got anything else? Any other parting words of wisdom? We got amateur golf going on. We do. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where it's, you know, just as much of a story of who didn't make the field of 64 after the stroke play uh, as who did. Our boy Preston Summerhays did move on after shooting 66 in the first round. He catches Oakmont on a wet and windy day. 66 76 to barely get in but he is in and they're gonna not even get in their their matches today they're gonna have to finish them tomorrow but um guys notables that didn't make it uh pearson cootie one of the top amateurs in the world he did not get in his brother his twin brother parker did get in oh man that's tough yeah uh Cole Hammer, a guy we've talked about a lot on this show, he didn't get in. Walker Cup guy. Should have gone pro. Stu Hedgestad, another big Walker Cup, big amateur guy. He didn't get in. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. There's a lot of a lot of good college guys in. Matthew Fitzpatrick's brother, Alex, is one of the best amateurs in the world. He's in. How about uh, any Sooners make it? No Sooners are in. Um, Bo Jen from Oklahoma State's in. Amon Gupta from Oklahoma State's in. So, uh, yeah, you might remember Gupta from when he sure. hit, hit like eight bunker shots on the last hole last year. Yeah, made it to the finals last year, and oof, the yeah. wheels really came off hard. It was rough, but uh, we're ho- obviously we're pulling for Preston Summerhays. Maybe he can go win this son of a bitch and then just forgo his uh, college eligibility and turn pro, and that would be <laughs> the rest is history. He's going to be a sun devil like Paul Casey. And another thing, got to give a, a shout Mormon out. Mormon sun devil. Oof. Tough environment. Got to give one quick shout out, you know, obviously with the WGC going on, they had an opposite field event. Eric Van Royen got his first win at uh, the Barracuda, which was played at old Greenwood Lake Tahoe course uh, that I've actually played before. Great course. Um, and so Eric Van Royen entered the winner's circle on the PGA tour. So shout out to EVR. Another South African. Yeah. And it's uh, it's our boy Schmel's boy EVR when he was like, yeah, I'm going with EVR. And we're like, who? Yeah. <laughs> you know that guy that wears tapered pants like gray? <laughs> Joggers to yeah. play golf and like fucking whack shoes. Just kidding. Why Adidas? Gray's been wearing those like nasty ass like Pumas that look like fucking like Etnies from like 1998, you know, like the big fat <laughs> shoes. Don't bust toss gray. He doesn't listen. He can't defend himself. That's why I love doing it. <laughs> All right. Good rundown, Johnny. Thank you. I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. Words. All uh, right. Shout out. I am going. So tomorrow I, I got to shout it out. Every time oh, I go yeah, play a badass sure. course, going to shadow Creek with two guys to the lead Crowder and R Scott. I will report back on how it goes, but it's supposed to be about 110 degrees in Vegas on Friday when I'm playing. So yeah, Lord, I will report back. Lord willing. You'll be reporting back. Yeah. If I make it back, I'll report back. And that's the other thing. I'm just probably going to shoot like 82 and double 18. Who knows? We'll see. The show goes on. I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) All right, Johnny. Well, enjoy the golf this weekend. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
together. Jackass! Been drinking.